This episode is brought to you in partnership with Chew Chicago. Chicago and no. Hey. 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 Uh, what's going on, what's everybody? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? It's like that's not that portion of the episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, beautiful day out here. October. Beautiful day in the Final three months. Final three months. How you feel? Q4. I'm ready, baby. Q4. We in the building. Uh, outside. We're outside the building. <laughs> outside the building. Anyway. Um. Look, what's up, what's everybody? Our, what's our riddle for this week? The stop it. The tri- trivia. Oh, <laughs> goddamn trivia! I keep forgetting. You, you ain't forgetting. Keep you forgetting didn't. the word. Uh, here's the trivia for the mm. day. Uh, did you know? Mm. Uh, it's, it's got to do with uh, the time zones. This is it what a I'm question or a did you know? It's, it's just the did you know? It's oh, just I did you know? Questions. I know. I know. I'm gonna bring it back, but this one is is topical, I guess. Uh, hey, did you know that the time zones were decided upon right here in Chicago? Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So, um, wow. yeah. So y'all think about that uh, before. As your seasonal depression sets in. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll we'll run our uh, our promo, and I'll tell you more about it after the break. Seven uh, Seven Flavors, Chicago, right now. This is the podcast where we visit all 77 of Chicago's historic neighborhoods and discuss their heritage and taste the amazing food. And if you know anything about us, we love two things, food and Chicago. So I can't wait to burn this gas money. You ready? Let's get it. This is the 77 Flavors of Chicago, the podcast. Hey. Hey. Now we, now we back. Now we back. Chicago, how y'all feeling? Y'all feeling good? Yeah, thank you for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a, that's do you a, want a radio show? I do. I really, I would like a radio show. Hell. Guys, whoever is listening and has a radio show to spare, put your boy on. Just hand it over to Dario. You know, I got you. I, I, I speak to the people. You know what I'm saying? The people, the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the break, uh, I asked you, uh, did you know that the time zones were decided mm-hmm. upon here in Chicago? Uh, and here is That's the crazy. yeah. Here's the history behind it. Uh, as the railroads expanded in the 19th century, so we're talking uh, 1800s. Uh, the okay. tr- you know trains had to keep relying on schedules with other cities, and other cities mm-hmm. had different uh, you know ways they tracked what time it was. So, for example, noon in New York was was six minutes, seven minutes ahead of noon in Philadelphia. Uh, because they said, you know, they tracked by the sun. And that's how it was around the country. So the uh, there were about 50, almost 50 different time zones in the United States really? before this. Yes. Uh, in, ni- a lot of time in 1883, all the heads of the railroad companies got together here in Chicago at the Grand Pacific Hotel, located at Jackson and LaSalle, uh, for the General Time Convention. Mm. And that's where they decided, said, hey... Let's have a central timing zone so we can figure out, like, we know when we go in this region, this is where, you know, this is what the time is. And that's how they came up with the time zones. Now, a little bit more history. In uh, 1884, the year after that, uh, actually, I'm going to skip over that. I'm going to come back to that. 1918, let's jump ahead real quick, is when Congress passed the law uh, standardizing the time system. That's interesting because who decided GMT then? Uh, gen- <laughs> somebody the railroads over that was over there. No, but that's in London. I don't. I Time mean, where it starts. Maybe they was like, you know what? Times they got they got good ideas we over need there more in America. Research. Come back next episode with more with information. More, hey, look, this. you know this is. I want to know more. That is that's pretty good. We we can do a little break in the middle of the week. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Um, 1884, uh, the Grand Pacific Hotel that this uh, meeting was held in turned into a clock. 
it actually turned in close. It uh, <laughs> it turned. It was torn down the year after they made that decision, Damn. and it was uh, turned into the Central Standard Building. Uh, yeah, Central Standard Building, and there's a plaque on the wall to commemorate what it is. Now, if you go in there, uh, it is part of Open House Chicago, which we are also part of Open House Chicago. <laughs> You can see hey. us, uh, you know, if you well, listen. Well, uh, Open House Chicago actually starts the month of October. So the moment you listen to this. the weekend that a lot of these sites are open is the weekend of the, uh, after the 11th. So, like, is that the 15th? I believe it's yeah, the weekend 15, of the 15th. 16, yeah, 15th, 16th. Uh, go on there and you'll see us. Um, you'll see us under community partners. And we've recommended some places for you to go and check out. So, yeah. you know, look look up the self-guided trails under the community partners and, and you'll see our, our little trails in there. Boom. Let's Boom, give ourselves a point for that one. Look at this little bee doesn't, doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Adorable. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the bee yeah. was all up in the screen. <laughs> okay, it was like, this is my show now. It's in high definition. 4K. Uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm a little injured today. Sliced up? Sliced up. I haven't cut myself with a knife in years. Damn. That happens. But yesterday, I was cutting up a really big onion. I was making like a potato said, lentil soup. <laughs> what? I, I don't, that don't make sense. You That's give myself a, Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Uh, I was cutting up a really big onion, and I was using like a six-inch utility knife, which it's like it's like your basic kitchen knife that you use for literally everything. Mm. And it's pretty small. The, the, the onion was like too big, and I should have used a bigger knife. I was also not paying attention. I wasn't like tucking my fingers and I just sliced right through my middle yeah, and my yeah. ring finger. You chopped them bad boys off. And I, I bled for a minute. I yeah. was like, ooh, let me uh, sit yeah. down. I still made the soup. We still had it for dinner. Yeah, man, the soup was smacking too. Potato lentil. It was really good. Potato lentil. It was like a curry <laughs> potato lentil yeah. soup. Uh, Arabs love lentil. Uh, so Dario uh, loves lentil. That shit was good, y'all. It was good. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Yeah. Um. um but... How but was, yeah, how was your week? My, it's good, you know. It's been it's been a fun week. Um, we we did do those videos for uh, open, house. open house Chicago Chicago architecture. Not no, we were on time. <laughs> we were on time. We did not. But it was fun to do it this year. It was fun to like do those this year because we 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 knew what to expect. We know how to like yeah. what they wanted to see, and we had a lot of talking points. Think about it. When we were doing that last year, we were we only were just started. Just started. We, we had, were like, oh my god. Yeah. So we had <laughs> yes. like it was easy this year because I had footage. Yeah. You know, from me just going out taking photos. Before. Yeah. So it was like pretty easy to do, but and now we knew more to talk about. So it was right. uh, it was actually really dope. Yeah. We also went to uh, the celebration for. That award that Dion Yeah, the innovation the Innovation award <laughs> All I know is Dion is nominated Whoops He doing uh, big things out here in Chicago doing big things out here in Chicago He is now top 100 For the innovation award uh, in Chicago You can vote for him We'll put the link at the bottom yeah, yeah. Of, of this And why are you rushing me? Who said I was rushing? You say yeah, yeah Like keep it moving Keep it going Keep it going <laughs> I say okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Uh Yeah, you'll Editing Dario will put the link. Not editing Dario is two different brothers out yeah. here. Dario on the field and Dario, uh, Dario in the studio. Uh, actually, speaking of in the field, uh, we are at a significant location, which we'll talk about. Uh, this I do have one one other thing that I want to talk about that we touched on last episode. Is I, if you listen to the episode right before this one, I asked about the names of streets, and I said I wonder if someone has the history of all the street names in Chicago. And yeah, Mike uh, Reedy. Mike Reedy yeah. and Bernard, who Bernard we've, had Turner. Had, we've had on this episode before, yeah. both reached out hey. with some information. 
Coins, uh, coins. But Mike actually sent in a document. Yeah, Bernard uh, told us the book that uh, that we can get uh, streetwise Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is both awesome. But I have this document right in front of me. It says Chicago streets. Here's one cool thing. I'm not gonna read the document. Is very long. We can attach it. All the streets, you guys, of Chicago. Yeah, if you guys want to take a look at it. But um, here are some cool things. Avenue is given to a title applied mostly to streets running north and south. There mm. are exceptions. Boulevard, title given to streets where trucks over five tons are not permitted. Court, title mm. given to short roadway. Parkway, title given to streets that end at a park. Place, title given to street running the half block between streets. And street is a title applied mostly to streets running east and west. There are exceptions. Um, and it was this list of street names and street changes were compiled by William Martin in 1948. Interesting. Interesting. It's, a, it's a long... It's with all the streets in Chicago. It's a bun, yeah, it's a 164-page document. Wow. Um, wow, that's... Of the name of every single street in the city of Chicago. And I'm glad we got it now. Thank you, Mike, and thank yeah. you, Bernard, for, for that. Uh, which brings us to uh, Boulevard. Uh, and let's hey. get let's get tuned up, y'all. Let's get this little sun. I had to, had to make sure I'm, I'm there. So let's get ready, y'all. You're also wearing sunglasses? Yeah, this still that shit don't matter. That's sun. The sun's saying, but it's like it's darkening the. Uh, yeah, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is helping when I do this, uh, y'all. We are in Grand Boulevard, community mm. area number thirty-eight. The boundaries to the north, 39th Street to the south, fifty-first Street to the east, Cottage Grove Avenue West, railroad tracks at Federal, and we are very close to Federal right now. Um, in one of the. And in a significant place, I'll get to it because it's actually pretty cool. The neighborhoods, Grand Boulevard, uh, Washington Park Court, Legend South, and Bronzeville. We'll talk about last. We'll talk about the last two. And I know you probably like Bronzeville. Your mic. I'm trying to hold it from stop doing that. Just yeah, yeah. It was a callback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you yeah. used to. Yeah, yeah. Roast. When I used to roast you. <laughs> you still do. Just about different things. I'm, look, here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so Bronzeville. Mm-hmm. Is a part of this, and I know we did Douglas, which Bronzeville is a part of that. We'll explain it in a little bit. Uh, wow, this this microphone cord. This microphone cord. I hate it. <laughs> Look how I, I'm holding the mic. Yeah, yeah. Just hold it like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I need somewhere to go. My pinky. You know how you hold a glass and your pinky be going underneath. Hey, I know people hold a glass like that. Your pinky don't go underneath the uh, the, the glass though, like leverage. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, you be leveraging. Look, see, look, see, it ain't me. Doesn't want you to be great. Anyway, the name, uh, name of some history uh, for this is pretty cool. The original name was called Forestville Settlement, mm. uh, and as part of the Hyde Park Township in 1861. After this uh, area was annexed to Chicago in 1889. 1897, the South Park Commissions planned a main thoroughfare. Um, main what? Thoroughfare. What is that? Way. Oh. Yeah, uh, way <laughs> um, through from Grant Park to Washington Park, mm. uh, and they named it Grand Boulevard. Mm. Now that was the street name, okay. right? And that street name was renamed uh, in 1928 to South Parkway. Wow, because <laughs> it ended it, at a park. It ended at a park, but it was renamed again mm. to Martin Luther King Drive. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, in 1968. Yeah, so and then overall, they just named the whole community area uh, Garf, um, uh, Grand, Boulevard. Grand Boulevard. So there you go. That's the history of the name. Now, kind of ties into the history itself, right? Mm-hmm. This was like that thoroughfare coming from Grand Park. That's which is not far from here, but uh, coming from Grand Park. Mm. 
all the way down to basically the parks here. Uh, some of Chicago's wealthiest people lived in this part of town, right, and on this strip because it was carriage, horse-drawn carriages mm-hmm. and mansions were all up and down this strip. It was just a place to be. Think about Hyde Park, right? Hyde right. Park was the place to be. And, you know, this was kind of a connecting spot to the, yeah. you know, especially once the South, you know, park system got a hold of it. It was like, oh, let's connect, you know, and keep on going to Hyde Park. That's what this was, right? So um, it was very elegant. Uh, a lot of a lot of people wanted to live here. And it attracted a lot of American-born residents. And I say American-born because, you know, different things I read. It was Irish. It was German. It was Jewish uh, and black in this area. Mm. Uh, well, so we're very close to the black metropolis. Right? Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to lead into. Um, but re- I specifically put that in there because the first fun fact of the episode, uh, the first St. St. Monica what's wrong with me. St. Monica was mm-hmm. the first black Catholic church in mm-hmm. Chicago. Wow. And that is where we are right now. It would be right really? here. Yeah. We, oh. Yeah. That's why I picked this location. Wow, this yeah. I picked that location because this is where we, it would have been had it still been around. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and the more significant about that, it was founded in 1894 by Father Augustus Toton, uh, uh, Tolton, uh, who was the first black priest in the United States. No way. Right here in this very spot where we are wow. right now. Yeah, and so we're you, just over here talking shit. You you know all alone is uh holy land. Uh this, so if you're watching on YouTube here we are. We are in uh, the first black Catholic uh, church, you know, original location. Actually, if you see right behind us, you know, in between us right there, 36 and uh, 36 and Dearborn, that building right there is where it says it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. So that's why I faced the camera the way gotcha, I did. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty cool, though. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm really into that. I love this little park. We're like in a, it's not really a cul-de-sac because it's open, but there's like a little park in between all of these houses. Yeah. It's such a nice little Beautiful. like tucked away area. Yeah. It's it's. Honestly, if you imagine if you wake up this every morning and just be like, I just want to come out and just chill. And you, they got the park benches out yeah, here, you so can you just literally walk out your and, door, like, and just sit, sit and look at your here. crib. You know what I mean? Like, and just, you know, it's just dope. That's it's, why I love these. I, every time someone is like moving, my brother is like thinking about moving to Chicago, and he was like, I want to live in River North. I was like, Of course you do, because yeah, yeah, because you, because you're, you're a in your Chicagoan. mind, right? Yeah, yeah. In your mind, that's all that Chicago is. But that's why I love neighborhoods because, because they're so beautiful because it's like you can get people that don't live in the city assume that it's always loud and like you it's too much traffic and but it's actually you get like a neighborhood feel very peaceful but also you're in the city and nothing closes at five no no you, know? <laughs> you could go outside your house after six o'clock yeah you can um so we're gonna keep on the theme of churches here because churches in especially the black community and in chicago in general i, right. I would say is huge and, and particularly in this uh community area churches are a big deal uh corpus christi i'm gonna name a few churches a mm-hmm. couple churches corpus christi church was an irish parish uh in 1881 uh irish families they eventually moved away in the in the 20s we know why white flight but they moved away and it became a segregated church for blacks it also became a school for black catholics in 1932 in 1962 it was sold and became uh, uh mount pisgah pisgah i think i don't know if somebody know how to say it please correct me pisgah missionary baptist church uh you know after that jews moved into the area in 1890 and built 
the temple Isaiah in 1899 that became the Ebenezer Baptist Church in 1921. It's a lot of churches. Yes. Yeah. And it's so dope because those are some significant, you know, now black, you know, churches in in, in areas right here. So uh, just to show you. Just to show you that uh, how significant that was, right. you know, what I mean, like it, you know, churches in Chicago, you know, are just just massive. And right. we talked about um, what was it, River North, mm-hmm. you know, one of the first, you know, churches, you yeah. know, it's just a crazy how Chicago really ties into uh, the rest of the world and culture. You know what I mean? Uh, one more fact before I go back, uh, before I keep on going uh, about the uh, Father Augustus Tolleton, uh, he actually was his parents were slaves, like they were brought over on the boats right wow he went to uh rome to study got his uh he got uh what do they what do they call it indoctrined right he, he was like you asking me yeah i don't know he was <laughs> he was he was you know official he could be a pastor so yeah. then he came Isn't back that the thing you do online and they're like fill out an application officiate yeah. a wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's basically what he did yeah. uh but you he just but, have to go to rome to do it you just got to go to rome and then he came back and came for uh history why but in my mind i i i didn't I associate, you know how you associate certain um, denominations with certain groups. So, like in my mind, everyone that's Catholic is white. No, is either is or I, Hispanic or, or like Mexican. Right? Yeah, Hispanic. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's all I. That's what in my brain. But but like that again. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. We put people onto and the I, history. I, I always think like. The majority of black people that I've interacted with have been non-denominational. Yeah, we screamers in church. I don't know what that is, but that, we know. just we just be ah. No, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Let's keep it going. Grand Boulevard was the place to be, right? It's the place to be, and that brings us to Bronzeville. Yeah, uh, Bronzeville is a very large community, uh, not, not neighborhood. Com- neighborhood in itself. So it's in Douglas, and part of it is in uh, where we are, uh, Grand, Grand Boulevard. Boulevard, and a good portion of it is here, right? And y'all know about uh, Bronzeville. Go back to the Douglas episode and just check it out. We actually did separate piece on Bronzeville also, so uh, check that yeah. out. Uh, yeah. But this was also a major hotspot. Uh, the Regal Theater uh, in 1928 mm-hmm. uh, was uh, huge in the area. That's where pretty much all the legends came through. Again, continue. Bronzeville was just the dope. It's over there in the Blues District, right? Uh, which we, we which we saw, which is really dope. Ray Charles, Nat King Cole, Lena Horne, Louis Armstrong, Literally everyone, uh, yeah, Ella everybody. Everyone was came through here. If you were somebody, you were there. And do you know where it was located? Is located where the current Hale Washington Cultural Center is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, what is that? Forty seventh. Yeah, yeah, forty seventh and MLK, right there. I mean, like, so dope, y'all. Like, honestly, just come out here and that. that, I've only been. It's like such a lively, uh, uh, like cross too. Yeah, that whole strip actually right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fire place to be. So that right there, um, you know, next door to that, back in back in the day, you know, speaking of lively, Mm -hmm. it being lively, was the Savoy Ballroom, and the Savoy Ballroom. In case you all are wondering. That was the birth of the Harlem Globetrotters. Wow. Yeah, and Harlem Globetrotters, not from New York, right here in Chicago. Most most people know that, but, like, it's crazy yeah. that we were right there. Uh, they originally called them the Savoy, Savoy Big Five. <laughs> so, wow. pretty dope. Uh, one more thing before we get out of here. Um, 
you know, and, and talking about the area, we can't talk, we can't leave without talking about the Robert Taylor Homes. And the Robert Taylor Homes was a huge housing project here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know anything about the Robert Taylor Homes, you probably know it all as bad, right? You probably, right. that's that's what you know, right? That's what the media has told you. And that's what, if you think Southside Chicago, that's what it was, right? Uh, 1920, I'm going to give you some numbers here, right? In 1920, blacks were 32% of the 77,000 residents here in Chicago, uh, in, in Grand Bo- uh, Boulevard. 1930, a decade later, they were 95% of the 87,000. Wow. In 1950, two, day, two decades later, they made up over 99% of the 115,000 wow. uh, people. So. The reason why I bring that up is because um, this area had physical deterioration, poverty, and no jobs. You know, the steel workers, the industry all went down, right? And public housing came to the area to put, you know, housing up for people, right? And that's how the Robert Taylor Homes came about, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have all those people, give some context as to why, you know, you want to say it's bad and it's not bad. Um, you just put people in a situation where they have no way out and right. no way to win. You know, what do you expect? Right. So that's right. where the Robert Taylor Holmes came from. Now, now here's a crazy number. Poverty rate was two thirds in the 90s in this area, which made this the densest population of public housing in the country. Wow. So when you talk about like, oh, it's bad, it's just you, you, you try to live in a house or in an right. area with like with one bedroom and like six people, right? You know, and one kitchen, one bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just you know small scale, but like, so so let's. I think we need context as to why. One thousand. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously we know that. I feel like the entire history of Black people in America requires <laughs> context. <needs> context. <laughs> I would say we do need some context. Tell me why. Just, uh, I mean, let's circle back yeah. a couple hundred years. <laughs> put some context. Put some context to it. You know who has some really cool art about uh, the projects in Chicago? If you are ever in the city or if you want something to do, there's a Chicago-based artist that is at the Art Institute, and he has some great paintings uh, up on the third floor mm-hmm. in the um like the united states section or the north america section. Yeah, yeah. i can't remember what it's gotcha. called but uh yeah he has some great work on the um the it kind of like the feel of the project what, what in the a, 90s and yeah. the 80s in chicago that, that would be dope to go see actually i, I do want to go see that we did go see that did we did we yeah we went up to, at the art institute art institute is a big ass place Let it's me, huge it's we huge. barely we, we, we barely made it through. A uh, couple more things before before I get out of here uh, about the Robert Taylor Homes. God, dog, this mic. I got to switch things in between. On break, I switched the mic cords. Um, they were demolished in 2007, in the, uh, and they put neighborhood row housing uh, and condos in the area. And that makes up the fourth community, the third one of the community areas, that, uh, neighborhoods I talked about, Legend South. Oh. So that's what became of it. Now we talk about community, and uh, as much as we, <laughs> we talk about community as much as we can in the uh, in, you know in these episodes here. And the Center for New Horizons is one in this area mm-hmm. that works to help uh, people in the area and in the community. So there you have it. There you have it. There you have it, Joe. Um, You know what? Let's hurry up and go to break because we got some more history on the food portion. Yeah, we do. Uh, Let's go to break. I got to switch this goddamn microphone out and uh, we'll be right. As we sit on the church. Yeah, right. As we sit on this uh, holy land. Uh, We'll be back, y'all. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to this portion of the episode brought to you by Choose Chicago. This week, we stopped by Bang Bang Pie and Biscuit in Logan Square, which if you haven't been, I don't know where you live, which rock you're under, um, because this place is genuinely just a whole other vibe. It's super cute. You walk in, it's just pies and biscuits, honestly, but they've done like such a nice twist on them. This week, we got the... um, the sweet, the sweet smothered biscuit, which is the OG biscuit smothered with honey butter and rotate seasonal rotating jam. This week it was a raspberry jam. Oh my god, it is incredible! It's one of the best biscuits I've had. It's so, it's just so good. We also tried a savory biscuit, which is the um, biscuits and gravy, and it comes with you can order kind of like a sausage patty to go on the biscuit. That's like a full meal by itself. If you're there for lunch or for breakfast, I would recommend that. It's absolutely delicious, but they have other options. They have a BLT one. They have a ham one, uh, one that's just sausage with white cheddar and peach habanero jam. There's just so many options for biscuits. Uh, We also got two different kinds of pie because how can you not? And honestly, the slice of pie is like $5, which is not bad at all because it's absolutely delicious. The pie, we got key lime, which is my favorite. It's a graham cracker crust and a key lime custard. Incredible. Uh, We also tried the berry plum, which, if by the way, if you're egg-free, the berry plum pie is egg-free. They do have some vegetarian options as well. Um, It comes with strawberries, raspberries, and plum with a rosemary crumble in an all-butter pastry crust. Amazing was so so good um we also got chocolates to go with them honestly irresistible definitely recommend if you're in logan square or if you have time to make that trip it is worth the drive check it out we are back hey oh the food portion of this episode yeah buddy uh today we went to Chicago's Chicken and Waffle, home, let's, of the home of the chicken and waffle. Let's go. Chicago's yeah. home of the chicken and waffle. Yep. I don't know if there's if of the chicken and waffle or of chicken and waffles. Either way, they both good. Chickens and waffle. <laughs> Chickens and waffle. I don't know. It's a combination of these words. <laughs> I'm glad they can hear you uh, now. <laughs> My hair be now laughing. And I'm like. <laughs> wow. You know. <laughs> I changed the goddamn mic cord, y'all. <laughs> that cord is just bad. Anyway. Yeah. Any, um, anyway. So the restaurant, we asked the manager that was there for a little bit of information about the history of the restaurant. And it, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, we try to do that anytime we can. We ask about the history if I can't find anything online. I, honestly, before we even, um, there's a bunch of articles hung up on the wall. Yeah. It's a, so basically, the restaurant was uh, created by one of the two halves of what's the name of the restaurant in LA? Roscoe's. Roscoe's, Roscoe's Chicken, Chicken Waffle. Roscoe's Chicken Waffle in LA or on the West Coast. Yep. And um, 
the the partnership dissolved. One of the uh, people in that partnership came to Chicago and started Chicago's Home of Chicken and Waffles. And uh, there are two locations: one in Bronzeville on, um, like Martin Luther King yeah, Drive, yeah, okay. and then one in Oak Park. Yep. And the building that they're in is the old Ritz building, Ritz mm-hmm. Hotel. Yeah. That was on, uh, I believe it's called Oak Boulevard is the is the other cross Yeah, I think so, yeah. And uh, it used to be, he said, do you know what the Green Book is? And he said, this used to be one of those locations listed in the Green Book, which is, uh, then we went down a rabbit hole and we of found research out. <laughs> about the Green Book. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. Actually, let's go to the Chicago Public Library. Well, I was about to. I'll loop it to myself. Oh, okay. But that's fine. No, no, no. You just took my moment. No, no. <laughs> no. I was, Back I thought, to you, Bob. I thought you. So we had to stop by the Woodson Public Library to look at this book, which is the the Green Book. And basically what it is, is it was a guide that was written in 1936 by Victor H. Green, who was a post office person uh he delivered mail and the guide was for as african americans started making more money and being able to buy vehicles and travel around the country this guide became kind of necessary during the jim crow era for them to be able to travel safely so in 1936 he started this guide and it basically helped people travel to uh restaurants to barbershops to theaters wherever they needed to go knowing that this place this space was a safe space for them and a lot of these places are in chicago and that's why we're talking about it we're in bronzeville today and specifically the restaurant that we ate at was the ritz hotel which was in the green book as a safe space for black people to come to that is one of the many resources at all of your Chicago Public Libraries. But right here is the Vivian Hirsch Research Collection of African American Literature. And it is a really cool resource that you can come and check out here if you're ever in the neighborhood or you want to make the trip. But you can also check out the Chicago Public Library in any one of your neighborhoods. Find one by you and look at all of the great options that they have. All right, well, we're back. Thank you for that piece of information. That was great. Um, I hope you learned a little bit more yeah, about yeah. the Green Book as we did. Yeah. But the way that this restaurant kind of like keeps with that theme is that all the lights inside, not the over your headlights, but the lights on the sign, the lights on the exit sign. Accent uh, signs. Accent lights um, are all lit up green. Yeah. And it was crazy because we were like, as he was talking about it, I was like, that's why everything's green. Because I first walked in. I was like, why are you shit green? Here's the, here's the crazy part. So when I was getting the footage, B-roll, like the green wasn't showing up well mm-hmm. on the screen. I was like, that green is annoying as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would they do green? Right, right. Green of all colors. Do wow. Red. Yeah. <laughs> or orange. Green? Orange. Like a waffle. Then he's, yeah, like, you know, like, then he tell us, I was like. Damn, uh, that oh, shit. Oh, damn, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy, man. That's good. So I love y'all, y'all trying to honor that. Okay, okay, I see. Y'all I see trying what to you did represent. there. I see what you did. It's stupid, but I see what you did. Uh, I'd never seen a green chicken. A green okay. chicken, that's true. I'd never seen a green chicken or a green waffle. Or a green person. Ah, Gumby. Gumby is green. Who? Gumby. Oh, you, you young. I am. What's You're a Gumby? The, you don't know what a Gumby is. Bruh. Please hold while I search, search a Gumby. Gumby. Oh my goodness! I can't believe you don't know what gumby. How do you well, spell yeah. it? G U M B E E. No, 
Lord have mercy. B-Y? Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like a B-E-E moment. No. <laughs> oh. I had never seen this in a day of my life. And Pokey was his homeboy. Pokey had a little attitude. Sir, this came out in 1953. You're not even that old. They was reruns. We watched them. PBS had them. Oh, it says 1953 to present. That shit still on? That shit still on. (laughs) Wow. Who's still watching Gumby? Fox Entertainment owns it. No. Yeah. Damn. Look at that. They had a movie in 95 called Gumby the Movie. (laughs) They had multiple TV. uh, Yeah, yeah. Gumby was on. Howdy Doody. The, yeah, Gumby right, Adventures right. and the Gumby Show. Yeah, the Gumby Show is where I caught on. That's where I picked up it. Yeah, that's the only you only had. It was that Allegra's Castle and uh, Maya the Beast. Fox Bee. just be owning. Things. That wasn't Fox back in the day. That was it was PBS. WTW came on like either before or after uh, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Wow, <laughs> anyway, <you're> any, old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am old. Uh, All right. Well, I've never seen this Red Horse or Green Man day in my life, and Gumby's <laughs> not a real person. In thought, in case you thought. First of all, was. Gumby. The Gumby was also a haircut too. Brothers was doing wow. it when you had your hair on the slant like that. Oh, didn't didn't uh, I had the Gumby? Wasn't that there was a what what TV show was someone had that that haircut? Shit, I don't know. There's a lot of know. lot of brothers a lot doing of, like nineties <laughs> and early two thousand TV yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, issue. what are we talking about? Uh, food. Uh, Chicago's <laughs> chicken and waffle. <laughs> Chicago chicken and waffle. Uh, yeah. It was fire, y'all. So you walk in there. The general. It's it's a it's a very new building. Yeah. It looks like they've been there for twelve years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they've been there for a while. So they've been since two thousand and eight. Um, but the the building looks fairly new. The restaurant on the inside looks fairly new. You have booths on both sides of the of the room. It's a square, yep. and then uh, four seater tables in the middle. And then you can see the kitchen, kind of in the Open. back of the uh, back of the restaurant. Yep. Um, and it was packed. It was packed. Yeah. The entire time that we were there, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically the kind of food that they serve. It's served all day, so you can get either lunch or breakfast, and it's served all day. Uh, you start off the menu with waffles and chicken, variations of waffles and chicken. and Chicken and waffles. Chicken it just sounds weird. <laughs> sound weird. I feel like chicken and waffle is a dish, but waffles and chicken is a combo of two items you can turn into a chicken and waffle. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I would eat waffles and chicken. I'd probably be like... <laughs> Like that is I don't know That's suspicious. a little That's too far fetched for me yo. But mm-hmm. chicken and waffle Okay What what seasoning Did you take out of that Is it grilled chicken Is it Right there Either way Grilled chicken and pancakes Yeah yeah Right there, there. Ugh. 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 God. But I bet you In some way You put some syrup And some hot sauce on there yes. Grilled chicken and pancakes Look I, I feel like it could work Boiled chicken and pancakes No Nope That, that, that can't work Boiled anyway. chicken and white toast <laughs> We we so far anyway, off from the food. Um, yeah, <laughs> so we we sat down. You we got you get the menu. You get a, cup, a glass of water, and then so yes, the menu starts as chicken and waffle, and then you get like your omelets and your pancakes. You can sub a lot of things. They have it's basically like twenty items that you can turn into multiple different dishes. Right, right, right. Uh, you have like a and then everything is listed as a side as well. So like if you or if I order the chicken and waffle, like where you get like a three piece swing and a waffle and I want to add a mac and cheese, I can do that. You can do that. But there's also a combo that includes a mac and cheese. So it's a lot of like build your own combo kind of vibe. Um, Love it. Yeah. It was great. We got the three piece wing with the waffle and that was Incredible. The waffle is pretty large. Yeah, uh, I would say. And and um, you made it 
point because you had it before I did. You were like, damn, this waffle slapping. It is really good. Yeah, and then I took it. I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is Here's good. Here's why. I am not a big waffle person because yeah. waffles, to me, tend to be, like, crunchy. and Yeah. And they were, this one was fluffy. It was. And it was flavorful. You know what else? You know what else helped it out, too? Well, it, we had that the butter, butter on. The, yeah, the butter went crazy. And then that was some good-ass syrup, too. That was really good syrup. That was some good that syrup. That was, like, 100% maple syrup. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it, all um, three of them. But the waffle batter is good. It's a thick waffle, and it's, like, fluffy, and it's um, seasoned. Like, yeah. not seasoned. Like, it has spices it in it. Yeah. Like, there's cinnamon and nutmeg and shit in it. It's not like a plain batter. Yeah, you you know what? You know, you know what? what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that, I don't know too much, but I like the the waffles and pancakes that, like, hold um, uh, uh, the syrup. 1,000%. And don't suck it up, and it's just, just gone. You know what I mean? Well, like, you are... An offensive user of syrup, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I am sure you're going to, that's going to be the reason you develop diabetes at some point. Oh, wow. Hey, look, like, look, if, I, if, if that happens to you, and God forbid, yeah, yeah. God forbid, yeah, yeah. if you do ever develop diabetes, I am walking to that doctor. I'll be like, the syrup? Is this, is Here's a video. <laughs> that bottle of 100% maple syrup is like $30, and you just be like pouring it. Hey, look. Like <laughs> nobody needs that much sugar. No, you no, we don't need it, but it tastes good. It just it's it's addicting. But, uh, yes, it <laughs> is. Addicting. Actually, it is. I don't know. I've been eating I've been eating syrup like that for a long time. I feel like maybe something needs to change. You know, well, I cut salt not out for, my diet, so I, for, for, well, that's not by choice. <laughs> that's because I cook. Uh, but also, it's like it's like financially, we uh, can't, you we can't say, keep up with your syrup. First of all, I don't intake that much syrup. <laughs> Okay, but when you do, it is abhorrent. <laughs> wow, you're using all these big-ass words to describe how... I've been waiting to talk about this. I've been waiting for somebody to ask me about your syrup. Nobody asked me, but I feel like this was a good moment for me to bring it up. <laughs> you just, you're just holding in all this uh, aggression. Okay, I that's wish, fine. I that's wish fair. I had a video of how much syrup you... Like, this should be swimming. You know what I mean? It's a pool of syrup, and a pancake is just slipping and sliding. Slipping and sliding. <laughs> all over okay. that plate. Okay. Just, the bacon is slipping and sliding. It's just a whole mess. We are... Look, um, y'all... <laughs> anyway, I didn't come so, here for this. I didn't come here so, to get but, berated. But to... I say that to say, when you say it's good syrup, it's probably good syrup because yeah. you're very picky. Because I don't play. Dario will not eat generic syrup. Nope. Nope. It Give either me has to be 100% pearl milling. syrup. Give me pearl milling. Or 100% artificial syrup. Give me alaga or pearl milling. A who? <laughs> pearl milling. The first one? Alaga. You ain't never heard of alaga? No. Look at that. Boy. Alaga, I don't even think they sell that up north. I, honestly, I don't think they do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what alaga syrup is sold literally... On the south side and all the way on the south side of America. <laughs> the south side and the south. Alaga, Alaga syrup is so thick. Like, it could start a car engine. It could, wow. like, it could stop a car and you engine. Can, you consume that? Yeah, yeah. And Wait, I'm looking this shit up. Alaga syrup, y'all. Alaga or Alaga? Alaga. 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 Syrup. You can reuse Alaga syrup, too. That's how what? thick it is. Yeah. You can reuse. Yeah, me, grandmama. This grandma. cane syrup, sir. <laughs> This is not pancake syrup. The viscosity of Alaga syrup no, no. was ridiculous. This is cane syrup. <laughs> it's, it's the red bottle, right? With the yellow letter? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, woo! I love that. <laughs> Alaga syrup slap. This shit thick as hell, isn't it? It is. Woo, boy. That's that's where brothers get it from. You can use this to make... Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Bruh. At least it's not like corn syrup. No, no, no. It's, just, it's, it's thick, boy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I mean the original <laughs> cane 
flavor. The chicken. Let's talk about the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the chicken so was fire. It was really good. The, the chicken was very good. Uh, super crispy, super juicy. Yeah, like like perfect. Like it was like it was it, really good. It was very good. And you throw a little bit of syrup on there. Whew. Yeah, it was good. I love I love a salty and savory moment. Yeah, you know? that was perfect. Um, now the next thing we had. Oh yeah, we had that big combo platter. The combo platter. Yeah. So the combo there are multiple combos, like I said, that you can put together. So we got the two piece dark meat. Uh, and I don't want to hear shit about white meat, okay? <laughs> if you if your choice is white meat, go get therapy. Go get what? help. Go see God. Go touch some grass. Ain't nothing wrong with white meat. Go meditate. You need help. <laughs> Listen, if you choose white meat. Here's why I won't choose white meat. One, because not everyone can cook chicken. That's true. And two, that shit, if you can't cook chicken, that shit is dry. Yeah, that, but but hell. you get if you get a good juicy piece of white meat. It's not better than a, a dark meat. I, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's not bad. So why would I choose it? And it's always the more expensive option. Well, look, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wings guy anyway. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wings man. I'm a, I'm a thigh man. Mm. <laughs> you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, relax. Okay. Relax. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> 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 you did that old, old man laugh. I'm just saying. I'm just With saying. little shoulders. You know <laughs> so I'm a thigh man. <laughs> Okay, no one needs to know that. That's chicken, private information. Chicken is an aphrodisiac. Wow, relax. <laughs> Just for, for yourself, for more okay. chicken, basically. <laughs> Not anything sexual. You put that syrup on it too? Ooh-wee. Anyway, then, all right. And then he takes a nap. So really, <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> results of it. That's usually um, how it goes. <laughs> Bruh. Anyway, wow. anyway. <laughs> keep it going. Disrespectful. <laughs> we, um, it came. It was a soul food platter, y'all. Well, yes. So it came with we. Pick, you can pick three, uh, three. Of like eight sides. different sides. Like yeah. yeah. So we got greens, which came with a corn piece of cornbread. Yep. We got mac and cheese, mm. and we got yams. yams. Oh, let me tell you. Start with the mac and cheese because I feel like that mac was cheese, that's, that was the star. The, yeah, the mac and cheese of def- that platter. It, ooh, that or the collard greens. I the don't know. The collard greens were very, very. They good. were good, but you know, you know how we like but, macaroni and cheese. But the cornbread wasn't my favorite. You know what? I feel like there could have been more flavor in the cornbread. Maybe. But if you eat it with the with the greens, I, it's great. That's where I'm about but to go. But I with, yeah. love cornbread by itself. Yeah. I'm a bread person. Yeah. So for me, a good a p- good piece of cornbread with some butter would have been perfect. Yeah. With the greens, it was great by itself. It could. Yeah, better. I can't. Yeah, you know. Look, but honestly, you, you refuse to eat cornbread by itself. No, yeah. Who 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 does that? That's weird. I just said. That's I weird. Do. I mean, well, <laughs> all right. You said who the <laughs> fuck out here eating? You like don't listen when I. I know. No. When you don't listen, <laughs> shit just go in one ear out the <laughs> other. I just said I love cornbread by itself. I'm a bread person. I and somebody listening said, "Yeah, we know. We can tell." <laughs> Stop it! Wow. <laughs> Wow! And the whole time you weren't listening, you, you didn't even defend me. You, 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 <laughs> your energy is so different. These last couple episodes, what's going it's, on? It's all of them, baby. You just <laughs> need to go back and listen to the older this ones. Is, you wilding out. This I is, keep the same energy. You, you say that all the time. I mean, it's been it's been different. It's funny. No, I like. It hasn't been different. You've been coming same. to me last few episodes, God, because, because you say things that I feel like are so specific to pissing me off. <laughs> You just said, I just said, I love cornbread by itself. You said, who the hell eats cornbread? But that's weird. I mean, look, okay, let me clarify. <laughs> I, I would never eat cornbread myself, me personally. Me personally, I need greens to go with it. 
And you know what? There's the thing. The green. You know what the hell he said to me yesterday? <laughs> wow. Hold up a little bit. He said Hocus Pocus is stupid. It is. Y'all. This man has never seen Hocus Pocus. I have. And he hasn't seen the second one. So he doesn't know what, what he's commenting on. First of all. He doesn't I, even know that there's a second movie. He I just, do know. That's what I'm talking. He's just seeing a bunch of content about the second movie <laughs> of Hocus Pocus. He has not seen it. No. And I refuse. His opinion is based on nothing. Y'all look. I'm going to say. I refuse. Y'all can, y'all can tell me. Y'all can say whatever you want to say about me. Hocus you, Pocus is dumb as hell. Period. <laughs> Period. That and parsley can go to hell. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. anyway, the food. The food. <laughs> anyway. The food. How was the mac and cheese? The mac and cheese is fire. Like, yeah, it was yeah. fire. It was good. It, it was cheesy. It wasn't too cheesy. It wasn't cheesy, but it was like, good enough. Which is like the thing for me. If something is too cheesy and it becomes like greasy cheesy, I can't eat it anymore. It makes me nauseated. You know what was good? It was like, it, it was almost like dripping cheese, but it like stopped and like yeah, you could. It, it was, it was a perfect combination yeah. of like a, it, it was a good cheese sauce that yeah. was on there. The yams were sweet, very sweet, like, but not too sweet. Not too sweet. Cause some I, would yams, say, I would say they could be, if if, it, if there was more than what was on that plate, I, it would be too much. too much. But that was a good little, you know, portion oh, that they gave portion. us. God damn. Like my, a, it's like a cup. My shit ashy. Wow. God. <laughs> and you have the audacity to talk shit about cornbread. Wow. It was crazy. It's like the sun hit this bad boy. And I was like, you know, you got to do one of them no, things on that. <laughs> and you, <laughs> can see, you can see the ash through your glasses. Wow. Can you? No. And they're tinted. I mean, oh. And you can still see Oh, yeah, the yeah. I thought, you, I thought you could see them. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I was, sorry. I was like, this shit is out of control. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, what else? <laughs> Yeah, we talked about that thing. Catfish? Oh, yeah, the catfish. Oh, my God. Y'all, first of all, they gave you a little good. filet. The little yeah, filet we added with it. the catfish. It. it was like $4.50 to add it. Yeah. Fire. It was good. Like, it was good. It was good. Some Louisiana on there. Honestly, could have used some more, though. I could have used, I could use another piece. Well, like, it I ate half of it. Remember? I know, but like, even one piece wouldn't have been enough. Yeah, it was a thin filet. It was thin. It so, was a thin filet. Yeah, you, you could, I could have easily done more. Overall, the food we are is, full and sleepy. Yeah, overall. you know that's probably why we acting like this. <laughs> <From being honest. laughs> we should always record the next day because it's like this is fun. This shit is fun. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. Well, I think I'm you done. know that's all. Uh, folks. Well, well, I guess I guess uh, go out there and eat uh, Chicago's chicken and waffle. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that is all. Uh, <laughs> If you you don't even know where to go. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't know. Okay, well, uh, if you liked this episode, <laughs> send it to someone you like. If you did not like this episode, we understand. We we get it. Yeah, we get it. We're, Try again next week. It might be better. It might be better. It probably will be better. Yeah, it's but a good also chance. I don't want to say a hundred percent because we always underpromise and overdeliver. Right. That's what. Hey, hey. Always be closing, baby. ABC, baby. <laughs> Fuck retail. Ah, we out. Ah, bye. <laughs>